Welcome to 1.4, Careers in Psychology. The learning objectives for this section will be to understand educational requirements for careers in academic settings, to understand the demands of a career in an academic setting, and to understand career options outside of academic settings. Psychologists can work in many different places doing many different things. In general, anyone wishing to continue a career in psychology at a four-year institution of higher education will have to earn a doctoral degree in psychology or some specialties, and at least a master's degree for others. In most areas of psychology, this means earning a PhD in a relevant area of psychology. Literally, PhD refers to a doctor of philosophy degree, but here philosophy does not refer to the field of philosophy per se. Rather, philosophy in this context refers to many different disciplinary perspectives that would be housed in a traditional college of liberal arts and sciences. The requirements to earn a PhD vary from country to country and even from school to school, but usually individuals earning this degree must complete a dissertation. The dissertation is essentially a long research paper or bundled published articles describing research that was conducted as a part of the candidate's doctoral training. In the United States, a dissertation generally has to be defended before a committee of expert viewers before the degree is confirmed. Then there's an image of somebody receiving their degree. Once someone earns their PhD, they may seek a faculty appointment at a college or university. Being on the faculty of a college or university often involves dividing time between teaching, research, and service to the institution and profession. The amount of time spent on each of these primary responsibilities varies dramatically from school to school, and it is not uncommon for faculty to move from place to place in search for best personal fit among various academic environments. The previous section detailed some of the major areas that are commonly represented in psychological departments around the country. Thus, depending on the training received, an individual could be anything from a biological psychologist to a clinical psychologist in an academic setting. Then there is an image saying, percent of 2009 psychology doctorates employed in different sectors. And it goes over a few being University at 26%, hospital or health service at 25%, governor, medical center, 16%, business or nonprofit, 10%, other educational institutions, 8%, medical school, 6%, and independent practice, 6%. And that's where the psychology PhD went in 2009. Anywho, the next heading is other careers in academic settings. Oftentimes, schools offer more courses in psychology than their full-time faculty can teach. In these cases, it is not uncommon to bring in an adjunct facility member or instructor. Adjunct facility members and instructors usually have an advanced degree in psychology, but they often have primary careers outside of academia and serve in this role as a secondary job. Alternatively, they may not hold the doctoral degree required by most four-year institutions and use these opportunities to gain experience in teaching. Furthermore, two-year co colleges and schools need faculty to teach the courses in psychology. In general, many of the people who pursue careers at these institutions have master's degree in psychology, although some PhDs make these careers and institutions as well. Some people earning PhDs may enjoy research in an academic setting. 
However, they may not be interested in teaching. The individuals might take on faculty positions that are exclusively devoted to conduct researching. This type of position would be likely an option at large, research focused at universities. In some areas in psychology, it is common for individuals who have recently earned their PhD to seek out positions in postdoctoral training programs that are available before going out to serve as a faculty. In most cases, young scientists will complete one or two postdoctoral programs before applying for a full-time faculty position. Postdoctoral training programs allow young scientists to further develop their research programs and broaden their research skills under the supervision of the professionals in the field. Career options outside of academic settings. Individuals who wish to become practicing clinical psychologists have another option for earning a doctoral degree, which is known as the PSYD. A PSYD is a Doctor of Psychology degree. That is increasingly popular among individuals interested in pursuing careers in clinical psychology. PSYD generally place less emphasis on research-oriented skills and more focus on application of psychological principles in the clinical context. Regardless of whether earning a PhD or PSYD in most places and countries, an individual wishing to practice as a licensed clinical or counseling psychologist may complete postdoctoral work under the supervision of a licensed psychologist. Within the last few years, however, several states have begun to remove this requirement which would allow someone to get an early start in his career. After an individual has met the state's requirements, their credentials are evaluated to determine whether they can sit for the licensure exam. Only individuals that pass this exam can call themselves licensed clinical or counseling psychologists. Licensed clinical or counseling psychologists can then work in a number of settings, ranging from private clinical practice to hospital settings. It should be noted that clinical psychologists and psychiatrists do different things and receive different types of education. While both can conduct therapy and counseling, clinical psychologists have a PhD or PSYD, whereas psychiatrists have a Doctor of Medicine degree, an MD. As such, licensed clinical psychologists can administer and interpret psychological tests, while psychiatrists can prescribe medications. Individuals earning a PhD can work in a variety of settings, depending on their areas of specialization. For example, someone trained as a biopsychologist might work in a pharmaceutical company to help test the efficiency of a new drug. Someone with a clinical background might be a forensic psychologist and work within the legal system to make recommendations during criminal trials and parole hearings, or serve as an expert in a court case. While earning a doctoral degree in psychology is a lengthy process, usually taking between five and six years of graduate study, there are a number of careers that can be attained with a master's degree in psychology. People who wish to provide psychotherapy can become licensed to serve as a various types of professional counselors. Relevant master's degrees are also sufficient for individuals seeking careers as school psychologists, in some capacities related to sports psychology, or as consultants in various industrial settings. Undergraduate coursework in psychology may be applicable to other careers such as psychiatric social work or psychiatric nursing, whereas assessments and therapy may be part of their job. As mentioned in the opening section of this chapter, an undergraduate education in psychology is associated with a knowledge base and skill set that many employers find quite attractive. It should become as no surprise then that individuals earning bachelor's degree in psychology find themselves in a number of different careers, as shown in 
the table. I will read afterwards. Examples of a few such careers can involve serving as case managers, working in sales, working in human resource departments, and teaching in high schools. The rapidly growing realm of healthcare professions in another field in which an education in psychology is helpful and sometimes required. For example, the medical college admission test, MCAT, exam that people must take to be admitted to medical school now includes a section on the psychological foundations of behavior. And here's that table I mentioned. So the top occupations employing graduates with a BA in psychology are from highest to lowest, executive and administrative management positions, sales, social work, other management positions, human resources, other administrative positions, insurance, real estate and business, and eighth being marketing and sales. Oh, I was tricked, there's two more. Ninth is healthcare, nurse, pharmacist, therapist, and 10th is finance. I'm so sorry, the table cut off, so strange. Okay, this finishes the 1.4. I am also going to be going over the key terms. If you're taking notes, stay and listen. If you're not, go to the next episode. Or if you just want to hear. <laughs> I can't really tell you what to do. Anyways, key terms. American Psychological Association. That's the professional organization representing psychologists in the United States. Behaviorism. Focusing on observing and controlling behaviors. Biopsychology, the study of how biology influences behavior. Biosocial model is a perspective that asserts that biology, psychology, and social factors interact to determine an individual's health. Clinical psychology is an area of psychology that focuses on the diagnosis and treatment of psychological disorders and other problem patterns of behavior. Cognitive psychology, the study of cognitions or thoughts and their relationship to experiences and actions. Counseling psychology, an area of psychology that focuses on improving emotional, social, vocational, and other aspects of the lives of psychology, health, and the individual. Developmental psychology is the scientific study of development across a lifespan. Dissertation or disseration, long research paper about research that was conducted as a part of the candidate's doctoral training. The empirical method, method for acquiring knowledge based on observation, including experimentation rather than a method based only on forms of logical argument or previous authorities. Forensic psychology, area of psychology that applies the science and practice of psychology to issues within and related to the justice system. Functionalism, focused on how mental activities help an organism adapt to its environment. Humanism, Perspective within psychology that emphasizes the potential for good that is innate to all humans. Introspection. Process by which someone explains their own conscious experience in an attempt to break it into component parts, such as self-awareness and documentation, such as journaling. Ology. The suffix that denotes the scientific study of. Personality psychology. Study of patterns of thought and behaviors that make each individual unique. Personality trait. Consistent pattern of thought and behavior. PhD. Doctor of philosophy. Doctoral degree conferred in many disciplinary perspectives. Housed in a traditional college of liberal arts and sciences. Postdoctoral training program. 
allows young scientists to further develop their research programs and broaden their research skills under the supervision of other professionals in the field. Psyche, Greek word for soul. Psychoanalytic theory focuses on the role of the unconscious in affecting conscious behavior. Psychology, scientific study of the mind and behavior. PSYD, Doctor of Psychology, the doctoral degree that places less emphasis on research-oriented skills and more focus on an application of psychological principles in the clinical context. Sports and exercise psychology, areas of psychology that focus on the interactions between mental and emotional factors, and physical performance in sports, exercise, and other activities. Structuralism, understanding the conscious experience through introspection. All right, I'll see you in the next episode, which is going to be a brief summary of what happened in each section. I will read through that, and then there are a few review questions. I may throw some out there, food for thought, and then there are critical thinking questions. I'll incorporate a couple, and then I'll move on to chapter two.